0: Two fifteen Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Rounds. from KJB Right Division Radio in the City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to uh, hear this message that Brother Landon has for you, and we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. We pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Alright, so uh, what Brother Landon is going to do is he's going to uh, preach a little bit on being filled with the Holy Ghost. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Alright, so without further ado, here is Brother Landon.
1: As you're turning over to Acts chapter 13, the message that we're going to do this morning is entitled, Being Filled with the Holy Ghost. Being Filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, if you're already in chapter 13, we're going to look down verses 9, down to verse 11. Notice right here, beginning of verse 9. Right here the Bible reads Then Saul, who also is called Paul Filled with the Holy Ghost Set his eyes on him And said O fool of all subtility And all mischief Thou child of the devil Thou enemy of all righteousness Wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? And now, behold The hand of the Lord is upon thee And thou shalt be blind not seeing the sun or a season and immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand Now looking looking first right here in our spiritual lives you know if we're going to, if we're going to do anything for the Lord you know number one it's going to take some courage amen it's going to take courage to do something for the Lord look back in verses 9 and 10. It says, And then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and said, O fool of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the ways of the Lord? (laughs) do Do you see the courage from Paul already? Right here he's calling he's calling this man a child of the devil. Can you see that courage? That's courage. You know, if we're not filled with the Holy Spirit of God, are we going to set our eyes on this lost world? And you'd ask, well, what do you mean by being filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, look back in chapter one, and let's look at verse 8. actually look back one verse verse 7 and we're going to read verse 7 and 8 it says and he said unto them it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father hath put in his own power but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost part of the earth. No. Now, I'm not suggesting that we lose salvation, you know, and then get back to spirit and then go to this lost world. That's not how it works. We're not Pentecostals, amen. The Bible doesn't teach today in the church age that we lose salvation because Ephesians 1.13 couldn't be any clearer. Because you know if you read Ephesians 1.13, it mentions that the moment that we trust the moment that we trusted you know we are then sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise that could be any clearer but look right here it's talking about something what's it talking about it's talking about power boldness the Holy Spirit filling you with power and then sending you on your way you know brave as a lion notice again in verse 8 it says, but ye shall receive power. Ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This it says, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the othermost part of the earth. You think that's courage? That to go into the othermost part of the earth, Judea, Samaria? It takes courage to go, Amen. We're talking about power. Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? No, being filled is one of the things that makes us as ministers have power in our ministry. Turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. verses 4, down to verse 10, okay, it says, but in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, and fastings, by pureness, By knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love, unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and And behold, we live as chastened and not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. Are you filled? You know, if we're filled, we're not only going to have courage, but secondly, you'll notice Will speak. Okay? Okay, look at verses 9 and 10. Back in our text. Let's turn back over to Acts chapter 13. We're going to look at verses 9 and 10 in our text. It says, Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. And notice right here. And said, you know, and said, O fool of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? It'll cause us to speak. You know, once we're filled, we'll have the courage because we're filled with the power of God. And then next, it'll cause us to speak, but speak how? Notice it'll cause us to speak with boldness look back in, look back in Acts chapter 4 and looking down at verse 31 okay right here it says and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost <laughs> okay they were filled and it causes them to speak. Notice how it, how it causes them to speak. It says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Once you're filled, it's going to bring forth boldness, amen? You know, there, this is an outward evidence that the man of God has been filled with the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Because once you're filled, you can't help but to speak, amen? He gives you courage, and he'll cause you just to go forth and speak. And notice, it's with boldness. It says, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Well, maybe you'd ask, well, show me an example. Okay, We'll notice a few places. And notice again in verse 31. go down verse 31. We're going to read verses 31 down to verse 35. Okay, it says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own but they had all things common look right here in verse 33 and with great Power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any, neither was there anything among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man. According as he had need. Now finishing off right here in this context, you know, I'm not applying well, I'm not saying that we're under the apostles' doctrine today. We're not under the apostles' doctrine. You know, we don't sell all that we have and give to the poor. We're not under the apostles' doctrine. Under the apostles' doctrine there was signs and wonders. Signs and wonders was for the Jews. First Corinthians one. 1 Corinthians 1 clearly shows us that the Jews require a sign that the Greeks seek after wisdom signs were for the Jews not the church today amen but in verse 33 notice right here verse 33 again this is something to take note of verse 33 and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were filled with power. With power, they spake the word of God. With great power. Okay, the second place, look over, and uh, see here. We're, we're still in chapter 4, but turn back, turn back uh, to verse 8. We're going to read verses 8 through 13. says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you hold this is the stone which was set in naught of you builders which has become the head of the corner you know jesus christ is the head of the corner jesus christ is the head it's not peter's not the head the apostle paul he's not the head jesus christ is the head this is the stone which was set in none of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. And notice the context to cover, cover that statement. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. We're saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not saved by Peter. We're not saved by Paul. We're saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter, they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with jesus (laughs) now you notice it takes power and it takes courage to speak but once you get filled you'll have the boldness and you'll have the courage to speak now i ask are you scared to speak All you have to do is pray to the Lord to fill you with His Spirit and give you boldness to speak. Amen. Notice three times that we see here in Scripture. Three times we see with the Spirit. And look back in chapter 2 of here in Acts. get in verse 1 and cover the context okay it says right here and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them verse 4 And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice that right there in verse two, when the sound came in, it said it filled all the house. And then in verse four, you notice right here, it says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They they got full, they they were filled full of the Holy Ghost as as though the sound right there in verse two, the sound filled the house here in verse 4 the Holy Ghost filled them completely they were full of the Holy Ghost they were full of power you notice this is Peter at Jerusalem you know and he's preaching to the Jews okay notice the second place look over in chapter 4 and we were already here we covered this But since I like the context, we'll cover it in context yet once more. Look right here starting at verse 8. It says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom ye crucified whom God raised from the dead even by him doth this man stand here before you whole and right here this is Peter speaking boldly to the council and look over at the third, at the third example in third place verse 31 same chapter verse 31 says and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the holy ghost and they spake the word of god with boldness and this right here is after the council threatens peter and john you know after we're filled with the spirit Knowing after we have received power, notice next what will happen. Number three, it'll cause us to go. Once we're filled, we'll go. Look look over in 1 Corinthians in chapter 2. Turn over there. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The first five, five verses. It says, "And I, brethren, when I came to you, <laughs> notice that we'll go." It says, "And I, brethren, when I came unto you, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined, to, I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified." And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech, my preaching, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit. Look right here. And of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. See, it takes the power of God. We don't worship men as much as we respect men and what they say. And even if they're biblically correct, we don't follow man. We follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We follow his word. Now, we follow Paul according to the revelation of the mystery. We follow Paul because he's our apostle today. Mm -hmm. Romans 11, 13, Paul is our apostle. But we don't follow Paul because he's a man. Amen? We follow the scriptures. But, you know, even though we get scared, you know, when we stumble, and even when we stutter, and even at times forget, you know, what we're thinking, we still have power from the Spirit of God that causes us to go. And right here is a perfect example with Paul. Because he said, I came, and I, brethren, when I came to you, he was, you know, notice back in, chapter, in Acts chapter 13, it says, and Saul, who was also called Paul, said when he was filled, he was filled, and right here in chapter chapter two, first Corinthians, we've seen that Paul he told him, When I came with you, it caught he was filled, and it caused him to go. But though we get scared, we notice right here, Paul was scared as well. I was with you in weakness and in fear. Paul was scared too. I came with you I came with you in weakness and in fear, and in much trembling. When we speak the word of God, it'll cause us to tremble. There is power in the word of God. Amen. It causes you to tremble. And it said, in my speech and my preaching it was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power because he was filled. But once we receive power to go, what is it that we are to speak? thing we're going to see is if you turn over to 2nd Corinthians, or I'm sorry, 2nd Timothy, turn over to 2nd Timothy chapter 4, Okay. 2nd Timothy 4, verses 1 through 5, says, I charge I charge thee, therefore, before God, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge to quicken the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers Having itching ears, and they shall turn their they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. No, you know, with power from being filled. We are to preach the word. Amen. Verse 2, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort. With all long suffering and doctrine. We are to preach the word. Amen. But you ask, what if it offends someone? Well, if we're filled and we're preaching and teaching the word of truth, then who cares? Who cares if they get offended? Amen? It's only to God that we stand or follow. No, we answer to Him. And not man, amen, amen. You know, you know. Second Timothy two fifteen tells us, you know, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, if we're filled with power in the Spirit, guess what? We won't be ashamed. You ask why? Because we studied and got God's approval. We didn't get man's approval. When we study, we get God's approval. And He filled us. And when He fills us, He fills us with boldness. And guess what? He causes us to go speak. Are you filled? You know, this should be our heart's desire. You look over next in Ephesians chapter 6. Turn back to Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to look at verses 19 and 20. It says, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. For for which I am an ambassador in bond, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But that ye also may know my affairs and how I do. Tychikius, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things. You know, we should never be ashamed to open our mouths and speak for the Lord Jesus. You know, speak his word of truth. Speak of the gospel of his shed blood to this dying world. Paul says in Philippians 1.20, You know, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. if we have been filled, then we'll have boldness. Do you have boldness? Well, you should. We all should. Proverbs 28.1 says, the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Amen. Let's look back to our text in Acts chapter 13. Turn back over. Notice here once more, it says, Then Saul, who also was called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him, and said, O fool of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness. And he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. You know, after being filled, we'll do just like Paul, amen? We'll set our eyes on this world and we'll speak. Because you notice again, in verse 9 and 10, Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. Then he speaks. Said, O full of of thee and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, would thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? How else could he speak this but through boldness? Amen. He was filled. God gave him a feeling of the Holy Spirit. He got the courage. He got filled with boldness. He went, and, and as the third point says, he went and he spoke with boldness. He went. If we're going to do anything for the Lord let's make sure that we're filled because then we will speak with power
0: Amen Amen brother Landon thank you so very much for this message on being filled with the Holy Ghost now uh, I will say uh, one thing here and uh, you know brother Landon mentioned uh, once filled we will go You you know Way back when, um, maybe around 2010, I went and I talked to the pastor that I had at that time uh, because I knew. I knew that I had a calling to come to the Philippines. I knew that but fear was keeping me from doing it because i remember back in i think it was 1999 there was a, a missionary um, husband and wife uh, that were kidnapped here in the philippines and um the the Philippine Army or Philippine Marines uh, whatever uh, tried to uh, rescue them and the husband was killed in the firefight and now the the lady uh, goes around uh, and talks about her experience with that you know and I didn't want anything to happen, you know, to to me or or my family. You know, and, and so it brought fear in my mind. And so I went to my pastor, I talked to him, and and uh, he said something to me that I will never ever forget. And that is, he said, Brother, if the Lord is calling you to the Philippines. the safest place to be is in the will of God. And so then I decided okay I'm just going to go and do it. I'm going to take a step of faith. I'm going to trust the Lord and I'm going to do it and we're going to go to the Philippines. So so we uh, uh, we we sold things, uh, we gave things away, uh, and uh, we we packed our stuff and headed to the Philippines. That was 2011, and uh, it took us you know a week and a half to get here uh, because of flying you know military flights, you know, space a you know space available. And we're flying around Easter time, so there's a lot of people flying. So, so we got stuck in California for like a week and a couple days, something like that. You uh, know, but but um, we finally got here to the Philippines, and we've been here in the Philippines now ever since. You know, and I am so glad that we did that. So glad that we came here. And, uh, so I just want to praise and thank the Lord, you know, for, you know, uh, giving me that, that courage, you know, to, to step out and do what he wants us or wanted me to do. So praise the Lord for that. All right. So I'll go ahead and, uh, and I will stop right there and, uh. Ask that you pray for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please pray that this uh, podcast will be uh, continually used by the Lord uh, mightily for His glory. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.